Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive, with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive. Um, we are playing with some of our new toys brought to us by Betsperts. And Andy, you I don't like... even know if you could tell, could you tell even what uh, sound effect you played there? Yeah, it's the... Uh... Dude, uh, I don't I feel like do that's that. appropriate. That it was an awesome, awesome Sunday. It was an awesome. It was week. fun. It was. I was a Chargers was... cover away from just an absolute ass kicking today. Like just so much just bad domination. Oh boy, was there? It's, there oh, was yes. oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Um, the injuries and the COVID absences have uh, really done a number on the quality of football. That's for damn sure. Um, but overall, really solid Sunday, I feel like. Uh, I felt like my reads were true. The market agreed with me on a bunch of my looks. Um, yeah, and like you said, we were, we were uh, Anthony Lynn completely effing up the end of that uh, oh, Chargers God, game away from total. covering uh, in, in that spot, too. So it was overall, it was a, it was a very, very solid Sunday um, from a betting standpoint. Uh, how did you fare? Yeah, good. I wish I would have got that one. Um, I couldn't decide all week what to put with my Packers leg and the teaser. It was down to Cleveland and Miami. Both of them were road favorites. Didn't feel good about that either. Ended up just saying there's too much deviance in a Fitzpatrick game and made the wrong choice. Leg still covered. I mean, it's still either way. I, there was no right choice, wrong choice, I guess. But for for my blood pressure and the fact that I had to pay attention to it, Cleveland Jacksonville game with Mike yeah. Lennon in it. Mike Lennon was a little frisky. It was uh it was he was kind of frisky. I bet him and his two top receivers under their totals for the yardage. Ooh. And he he went over, but he threw all his balls to like the third receiver. It was yeah, right. I remember I checked I saw shark, that. That was yeah, a weird shark and Cole went under. Yeah, it was it, that's kind of the way it goes with the backup sometimes. He's more comfortable that's, throwing to the guys he gets reps with, you know? This is true. Like yeah. after that started happening, I I didn't think of that when I made the bet, but once it started happening, I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah, that's uh that's what we have when when you have this backup quarterback come in all of a sudden, you know, the third guy or the backup slot guy has like 14 targets." But Yeah. Uh, where were you when was, you heard uh where were you when you heard that all of the uh quarterbacks for the Denver Broncos were going to be out? And what was, did you do? I was at home. I texted my brother-in-law because he he's, he's a Broncos fan. That's I'm like uh, okay. I said, start stretching, buddy. You might get a call. He played a little ball back in his day. Uh, they almost they almost went with the coach. They tried to get a coach out out there. It probably would have been would have fared a little bit better. That wasn't very fair to that kid, <laughs> the wide receiver. They made tried out there, man. That was tough. Um, yeah. Did, uh, did they put my loved. Did they put my thing on TVG? I called the winner last night, Almadai, coming off four weeks of rest. It, it's not a good horse when it's not rested. It's old. So, yeah, Almadai, <laughs> four weeks rest, wins the Japan Cut, second that, Japan Cup. That's and that's, a, that's that the last – that is the last race. That is a retirement race, all done, going out on top. I didn't Dude, stay up and watch it. Oh, they showed it on, on I'm gonna top. Go yeah. I'm going to have to see if Candace can find that. They put, um, me on, they put me on TVG. Damn it. I, I love that. I, well, well the, the race is at like 1.50 in the morning. Like I didn't You didn't stay up for it? No, I was really tired. Right. I don't know about any of you guys, but I am I'm a little hungover. Like, <laughs> not, not just, not like, oh, I have a I hang, put my big boy drinking pants yeah. on this week. Yes, oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. I, I have like a cumulative hangover where it's, it's like I've been drinking just all day, every day for like four days. And it's just starting to catch up, and I just feel like a poopy, poopy person. But it was nice. It was nice to finally. It felt like Sunday took a long time. At least you're up to the age where you'll have a two or three day hangover, so that's cool. Um, or you just drink, just, just, just drink through it. Just drink right through it. Um, let's talk a little bit about the results from today, and then let's get into some openers for week thirteen. Think about some of these games. Try to keep up this winning, uh, these winning ways. Um, and we'll start with the winner, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, boy, was that one weird. 43 
to six was that final score for most of that first half. I couldn't watch because every time the Falcons did something good, they would eventually, you know, just run these absolutely terrible plays, give up, you know, field position, you know, give up, you know, give up downs and kick a field goal. And it was driving me crazy. Um, but the Raiders could not stop shooting themselves in the dick. That was just one giant was dick hilarious. shoot. It was <laughs> unbelievable. Um, clean, clean win and cover for the Atlanta Falcons. What did you make of that one? Yeah. And it sucks. I didn't bet this because I, I feel like I need to go watch the stream from this morning where I jumped on with and talked games with Austin. I believe this was the game where I said, like, don't take the points. Like, if, if you really think you want to bet Atlanta, bet their team total over, bet them straight up. Like, if they if they win and they beat this defense, they're just going to score a shitload of points, probably win the damn game. I said the same thing about Tampa, which if they get the ball back, that'll be the case. Ah, actually, Tampa's inside the number right now. You never know. Although uh, Casey's driving inside it's, the number, uh, if you it got was, it early, yeah, you got it early. It was a, it was a, like it, it's hard to say. Atlanta wasn't the right side. In fact, you can't say that. There's no way to say that. What? No, no, but th- like think. <laughs> that's about, not even. That's not controversial at all. That's <laughs> no, a hot take. No, I don't want to say Atlanta was the wrong side, but I. This was like betting Atlanta last week, like. Okay. I, I would not have been mad at anybody for betting Atlanta last week and then watching everything possible go wrong, nothing go right for four straight quarters. That's what happened to Vegas today. Like this is a good offense that scored six points. Like the the you know, I, I believe Atlanta was probably the right side. I'm just joking with you. They I mean it was a play six, it was a but it's it's wild like how how badly this game went for Las Vegas. Like from from the get go, you're just like, Well, this is over. Like no, the, let's do the, a little bit, bit more of an autopsy because this was one where the number didn't make sense. The look ahead was pick them. It got adjusted yeah. to three on no injury news except for Julio Jones. Julio Jones is not worth three points. Yeah, no, Sorry. I'm just saying Sorry. it should have been a um, close game. Yeah, it should, yeah, it was going to be it should have been a close game. But yeah, but I think the the number was right to take the points with Atlanta just because the adjustment um was egregious and this was a bad spot for for the Raiders. Raiders coming off of a very high intensity game where everybody was playing up against the Chiefs on Sunday night yeah, football. Now go across Now go across the country and uh and play against uh the uh the the Falcons who are whose season is over who you're you're favored by 3. So you're going to win. I mean, it was a bad it was a low low motivational effort you know, unfocused effort for the Raiders. Those happen, you know, those happen. And, you know, there were times where I felt not great about that game until the, you know, until the second half, it kind of got out of control. Um, but Gruden made some aggressive calls. Um, you know, that they were, they, it was closer. You're right. It was closer than, uh, than the final score led on for most of that game. But um, Atlanta playing well, with some was, pride, just, but they yeah, still have a weird lead. You know, they're they're a still little. coordinated. They're still a shitty coordinator. They're still like Atlanta's a bet. Uh, Atlanta might be the worst team to ever win a game 43 to six over a playoff team in the middle of the season. But yeah, low, low motivational spot coming off that last second loss to, uh, to the chiefs, but just chiefs, a comedy, chiefs. a comedy of errors for Vegas. And I mean, they probably should have scored a little more, but yeah, Atlanta, the right side, the under coming in, probably kind of a bad beat. If you were on yes. the totals there, yeah. that's rough. A lot of not, field goals for getting, Atlanta. They continue to kick a ton of field goals. So we're looking. Well, not only that, but like 25, 26 and a half plus one point seven five. So like Vegas's team total was probably at twenty eighth. They scored six. When, uh, when you get a good <laughs> offense, I mean, indoors, Atlanta's defense is mighty. You know, they're amazing. Oh my god, a good offense indoors against a shitty defense that goes twenty two points below their team total. That's how you. That's how you lose an, an overbet. But uh, all right, well. Yeah, let's pivot to Boy, a loser a and how I lost an overbet on the uh, Arizona the Cardinals and the New England Patriots. I, that, this was a very, strong. very weird game. Started strong. I don't know um, how Arizona lost this game. I don't know. I, that, I don't know how Arizona is going to have a tough time figuring out how they lost this game when they review the tape. It was one way action for Arizona for most of this game. They do not get and they they had a seven minute drive to end the first half that. It is weird because it was like they were were not playing with urgency, but you know they get down to the goal line, they call get a touchdown on third down, go to review the tape. Nope, he was down at the one. Uh, they let the clock dig down to two seconds, and um, and then go for it on fourth and goal. I didn't get that. I mean, if you're going to go for it on fourth and goal, go for it with thirty seconds and make the Patriots snap it at the you know on the one inch line if you don't get it. 
Um, I didn't get the decision making. Cliff Kingsbury coached poorly today. Uh, Kyler Murray wasn't really interested in taking deep shots for most of three quarters of the game. It looks like maybe the shoulder injury is a thing for him. Um, overall, it was just a, there was a lot to be had against this Patriots defense, and they just couldn't make it happen. 17-17 tie, they drive the field. Rather than going for the jugular and getting the touchdown, they settle for a field goal attempt. Second time this kicker has cost them, you know, end-of-game scenario uh, where, uh, you know, had a chance to take the lead at the end of the game, and the kicker misses. And um, I don't know. It was a sloppy, weird, ugly game. I don't feel like the under was... Yeah, the over was a bad play in hindsight because Arizona was determined to, you know, try to play ball control and really, you know, they were they were they had one drive where they had seven plays, they maybe went twenty yards and they ate four minutes a clock. Like they were on a mission to kill the clock in this game. I think uh, the design runs that we used to see for Kyler Murray are not a thing at this point because his risk of injury. He pulled it back a couple times where it seemed like he was going to run. In an, or in a normal situation, it's like, oh, he'd run this and he'd throw it away or he'd veer out of bounds very quick. Where I think maybe his shoulder was feeling okay through a throwing motion, but maybe getting hit was not what he was looking for. So it, it kind of led to a little more conservative, I don't want to say conservative game plan because some of that isn't game plan. It's, you know, um, what, what do you call the shittiest kind of comedy that they do and they make you throw it? Uh, improv. Improv. <laughs> the shittiest kind. Yeah, the it's the worst guy. kind of comedy. But uh, it, it was a lot of improv on his part, and when he's not doing that, that offense isn't going as well. I, I don't want to put any of that on the lo- missing Larry Fitzgerald. I don't think that's a huge part of the offense at this point in his career. The guy probably make yeah. a great coach, but yeah, yeah um, all day, that was, yeah, that was all, an ugly all day game. Trey I don't know got it, too. There was a, just a brutal block on the punt. Yeah, there was... There was a lot that was that 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 over was cursed. Um, I regretted being on that entirely uh, for the entirety of the game. Didn't watch much Giants Cincinnati. Giants escape with a win. Is that a fair way to characterize that? There was yeah. a kickoff well, run back. Quarterback. It, it's it's not like he's a good quarterback, but any a lot of teams playing with backup quarterbacks, so it's not like we can you know feel bad for him. It happens, but. Yeah, the the run back was something. A guy had the, his number was forty. It's like a fullback number. I love that. That felt so <laughs> distracting. But yeah, it, essentially the Giants' defense played pretty well against a, a replacement leveler below quarterback and only gave up ten points. Anyone that had escaped. the balls to take the Giants in Survivor got rewarded by by the hair of their chinny chin chin on that one because. Brandon Allen had the ball late. He could have driven and scored the field goal uh, and taken down. They, taken down did the you watch here. any of that? They were they were like no. they like towards I the end of the game. It. it was like the Giants were just fine giving him the ball back, saying like I don't think he can do. All it. right, we dare you, Brandon Allen. Um, okay, well, Daniel the, Jones looks like he's going to be out. The screen there. Yes, yes. If I'll read it. If your book still has your Steelers minus three ticket, is the Ravens plus ten and a half worth trying to middle? I'm going to say no. Actually, you think it Aren't is three, baby? No, I, I don't I'm, think so. so. I, the first I don't think num- so. number one, the game probably isn't getting played. Yeah, like, right. I right. don't think it's getting played, and then also it's just at this point, I don't think we can even answer that question based on we don't know. This is this is going to be if you want to bet on that game, if you think Tuesday night football happens, we'll skip to that right now. I guess you have to spend all your time in the next few days keeping up on that. Not all your time, like 24 hours a day, but you really have to keep up with what's going on because the list for the Ravens right now is so long. And if all those guys are out, it should be like 17. Like it, They might not have enough people to field a team. They probably don't play this game, honestly, unless we start getting some negatives. The NFL seems intent on playing it. They seem really intent on They it, sent right? everyone who was willing to carry water for the NFL. They sent them all out this morning with buckets full of water to carry. Much water was carried today. There was a lot of water carrying this morning. If they made the Broncos play without a quarterback, they're going to make the Ravens play with a 40-man squad. Yeah. They're going to do it. Um, I, but I don't, I don't love shooting for the middle here. It's tough to say what you're going to get in terms you of, could, of You could have anything. a well, – it could be a Denver-esque kind of thinness at multiple positions where it's like – Oh no! Like everyone's gone. Like they're they're playing backups in multiple positions in multiple positional groups. It could be pretty I, rough. Yeah, I don't like, think it's a really I, good team. Yeah. 
If your Steelers minus three is live, wait till halftime. Yeah, cheer. Wait till halftime. Wait, get, get a feel for what's going on in the game. Because honestly, like if you had made any projections about what you were going to see from Denver today, and then you saw one drive, you knew it was <laughs> you knew what was up. Like yeah. there was that was that was uh, pretty telltale. And I think you could see the same from the Ravens if oh, you just like, if it's as bad as we think. Offense. Yeah, this is not an NFL offense slash an NFL defense slash you know Steelers are, uh, you know they're they're not full strength either by the way. So I don't know. Um, yeah, but they're, they're, they're the, the COVID people they have are much less more impactful and many many fewer people. So That's true. Okay, it will well, be it will be interesting. Anyway, if, let's keep if moving we get down. A, if we get a Tuesday, we will do a halftime show for for uh, clear just for the long arc here. Um, NFC East notes: uh, Daniel Jones somewhat serious um, hamstring yeah. injury. So he's probably, this is a Colt McCoy time. Um, a lot of backup quarterbacks all of a sudden. And boy, do what backup do quarterbacks make for bad football. Um, off the top of my head, probably th- probably like probably like 10% win prop. I don't have a high rating on Colt McCoy at all. I, um, like he's probably depends. Yeah, I can pull 10, up my, my I can pull up my Z scores, but I but Daniel Jones I think is a capable NFL quarterback. I think he's, he's never going to be above. He's never going to be above half. He's never going to be above midway in my mind in my rankings for NFL quarterbacks. But he's definitely proven he's a starter in this league. Um, Colt McCoy is not. Um, oh, that's why he's backing up Daniel fucking Jones. Right. So just kind of keep that in mind as we go through the next week's card. Uh, another pair of their chinny chin chins you mentioned it cleveland browns squeak out a two-point win thanks to a two-point conversion attempt stop at the end of that game mike glennon jacksonville jaguars frisky as can be uh they scored some points on on this cleveland defense which was missing everyone no ward no garrett uh cleveland can be scored on that over was a solid play i'm mad as hell that i didn't get down on that but i didn't know what to expect from mike glennon um cleveland on offense is just they are just like floating right like this is they, like they are just on cruise control this is there's not really like an identity that you can glom there's no onto rhyme or reason is, for the sequencing or play calling no it's weird the, and, i don't and have the a good feel for this at all by baker. i do not know baker missing some wide open people it's been it's been trying i've bet i've backed the browns a couple times now I'm really curious. I'm really curious how you think they match up against Tennessee when we get to that game for next week because that's an interesting handicap. Um, Let's keep moving down the card here. Um, I don't know. Jacksonville's not the team I'm ever going to back, but uh, they fired their GM, by the way. So Marone's probably on his way out as well. Clean house in Jacksonville. Clean house in Detroit as well. RIP in peace. Matt Patricia. Not. um, Not. Carolina, Minnesota. What in the heck was going on in this game? A couple of defensive scores. I'll this flip this only, on its head where all of a sudden Carolina was looking amazing and like, oh my gosh, what happened to Minnesota? The wheels are falling off. Minnesota rallies back and gets the win. What were your major takeaways here? This was my only second half position. I doubled down on this. I had this over. When they opened, they opened it a not even a flat 24. 24 plus 100 to the over. Don't give him money. He needs to stop betting. Yes, he needs. He has a gambling. Sorry, game. go ahead. But yeah, I, <laughs> I took a second half over, and if you remember the Bears second half over that we took, where the opening kickoff was returned, which did not did not get home by the way, which was wild. Uh, if that's a perfect start, Jeremy Chin housing two touchdowns on defense in consecutive plays was also a perfect start. I mean, it was like the worst first two minutes. I wasn't even mad when nobody scored for the rest of the third quarter. As I, said, I mean, essentially they did. It was like the very first play of the fourth quarter. I believe there was a score. But yeah, the, Minnesota was probably the better team here. But yeah. when, you, when you give up, like it is a damn shame if you backed Minnesota. Because I'm not 100% sure Carolina tickets should have got there. Like, you got two fluky-ass plays. And granted, Minnesota's a sloppy team sometimes. They changed their approach, though. Um, Minnesota only outgained them 387 to 374. It was a very, very, very close YPP. Uh, First downs were pretty close. Penalties were fair in this one. Number of punts were equal. Um, 
three fumbles lost for Minnesota Vikings was the pretty clear uh, differentiating factor there. Yeah, and that's that's where I'm fine with uh, all that being close. <laughs> I just think Minnesota was better. You know the stupid cliche bend but don't break on drives. Sure. That kind oh, yeah. of thing. And then just also they're a better red zone team. They're a better third down team. They're, they're, not, a, they're not a good team. Yeah. But just, you know. And throwing, they did it without feeling. That was impressive. Yeah. The, the fact that Jefferson did it, what he, what Jefferson was able to put together without feeling was something. I mean, like Minnesota, they are kind of like that where they're just, when they do score, they're efficient. Uh, they had a blocked field goal too. Like that was a fifty-yard drive that they got no points off of. Did you know that... Justin Jefferson was not the top receiver no, that was today the, that for was the other Minnesota side. Vikings? Who was the? Who was the? Minnesota blocked the field goal, didn't they? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, old BC Johnson though outgained uh, Justin Jefferson. Shocking. But it was the BB. If you if you were in Pozzola's uh, periscope today. There was somebody right in the middle there who said it's Chad BB season. And I think he had like one catch, but it was a big seven for he had seven for sixty three and a touchdown. He had seven. I did not. Really yeah, he was great. He he I, did. I was, was not paying attention who was catching the ball. Yeah, he was he was about to be in the doghouse after that nasty fumble, but um, yeah, ugly game, bad defenses. Glad it got over. Glad the second half got over by a lot. I mean, it cleared by like fifteen points. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, okay, uh, what uh, was the? Yeah, uh, let's talk about another one that was one way. Tennessee Titans get some revenge on the Indianapolis Colts. Get some revenge for me for the for the uh, Colts screwing me last week uh, against the oh, Packers. Wolf. The Titans did me a solid. And they they ripped out their fucking hearts. That was just um, that was just awesome first half. I was so fired up. Um, Should we just stop taking it. plus three and a halves when these games are lined it. in the fifties? Yes, absolutely. Well, to, <laughs> yes, I should have had it all in my mind. I don't know why the hell. Tam, as Tampa Bay I covers, know why the hell? As yeah. Tampa Bay covers a three and a half with the, the highest total on the board. Never mind, but yeah, just I'm just thinking about Atlanta and Tennessee in general. Though I mean, if you do it, like it if you yeah. do like a matchup. I do think there's a case for splitting your bet. Part on the plus three. That's half, usually what I do. That's yeah. usually what I do. But well, regardless, I mean, but more like 50, Tennessee. 50. Tennessee was absolutely dominant today. Um, it turns out the loss of uh, DeFor- of DeForest Buckner, yeah, was massive. Uh, Henry had absolute. He was running through holes that I mean anyone was going to make look good. Um, but in re- but re- but regardless, like. Um, you know, it's tough. It's tough to tackle Derrick Henry when he's got up ahead of spe- ahead of steam. Everyone knows this. Um, he was amazing today. We're in that time of season where he can be the differentiating factor in games, um, and it was it was cool to watch. And yeah, I think uh, Tannehill looked good today too. Uh, the Colts are frisky. Um, I don't. And the Colts have we have a really interesting next couple weeks for the Colts. You see their schedule. Yeah, they got to play Houston twice. I. And obviously, Houston was was on another level on Turkey Day. They were just out. I mean, Deshaun Watson's playing like a top two quarterback after Mahomes. He's number two probably. Um, but yeah, the Colts have this wild uh, schedule where they go Texans, Raiders, Texans. Um, should they be worried about making the playoffs? I don't hate their matchup against Houston. I mean, Houston looked great, but again, are we going to get the Buck- Buckner back? I mean, he's that's going to make a big difference yeah, in that it, game. It's going to help, but again, we're not facing Derrick Henry. I, I, I'm more worried about the Raiders than either of the Houston games, honestly. Okay. Like, I, I think they match up okay with Houston, and yeah, Houston looked great, but you you're going to look great when you play the Lions and just how depleted that defense has been, and the fact that I mean, like Watson kind of went yolo. He was great. Like he was a lot of fun in that game. Maybe I don't want to say like his best performance of the year because truthfully, week one where he lost to the Chiefs, he played really, really well. Like he's had some really good games. He just needs a few more pieces around him again. So I'm very interested to see who they bring in for a coach next year. I think Houston could be it could be a really short rebuild. You know, not a rebuild at all, really, because they have a 
they have a solid left tackle. They have an all-world quarterback, and they just need like trade for one receiver and add a few more pieces to that defense. And this is a good team again. So, um, this this week or these two weeks, you know, pending injuries for the Colts. I think they match up okay. You probably split those games, but you really need to get the Raiders game. Like you really need to come up with an offensive game plan to fully attack that shitty defense and just put up a bunch of points and don't worry about what Carr does. Okay. Uh, the chief kind of the Chiefs plan. Tennessee's in the driver's seat for the AFC South, which is exciting for me as a stakeholder in the Tennessee Titans. So um interested to see how they play against Cleveland. That's maybe my favorite game I'm looking forward to handicapping. Uh, and I don't know if I'm gonna have a take on it tonight, but the opener looks intriguing. Um I don't even know if I want to talk about this game. Chargers Bills. Oh my god. Anthony yeah, Lynn. Have we seen enough? Yeah, I think Anthony Lynn should probably be done as well. Have, did you see the sequence in real time at the end of the of the end yes. of the game there? Which also really that was really fun because we had, I really thought the and I was biased like they let him get away with that little arm like he, yeah. it's not like he shoved the guy he, he extended <clears throat> his arm. It's tough when they do extend the arm like they'll you know call what, man? That, but sometimes watched, they let him get away with that. I watched a lot of that game in person. The refereeing was very pro Buffalo all game long. Like, like as, as I saw, when I saw the guy's arm go out on, on the touchdown that got overturned, that got called back by penalty, I literally was like, oh, it's coming back. Like I was so sure of it. The, um, the head referee was pretty neutral. I felt like, but the guys on the fringes were all pulling for the Buffalo bills in that one. It was very frustrating. And, uh, Anthony Lynn was more than willing to concede the cover. Um, again, like I wanted the touchdown cause I needed the cover and they were right freaking there they run the ball on first down with no timeouts and 30 seconds left that, i mean, I mean the, you're, every, that, every like, nothing else matters outside that play the, everything yes. else the whole game you get you can, conceded you, can you conceded with. the game you conceded the game with that decision there is no reason you need a touchdown and a field goal to go to overtime against the buffalo bills or realistically you need to score a touchdown and go for two uh, and then get the onside kick, and then if you didn't get the go for two, then you know you go you you try to get a touchdown again. Then but, yeah, hail mary! You you would have had time. You needed to score on that play. You needed to score on yes. You needed to, yeah. You needed to get your guys in line of scrimmage, spike it if you need to think about it for a minute. But you need to throw into the end zone. You have one shot to throw it into the end zone to get the touchdown. If you do not get it on that shot, then bring out the field goal unit, kick the field goal, try to get the onside kick, whatever. I don't care. But that was. The, the handoff, like I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, "What?" I'm like, "I it, it, I couldn't I believe when he, when he got I couldn't the ball, believe it. when he got the ball." I'm like, "He has to get in, or the game's like." I thought the game would. I thought the game would just be over. I thought that would be the last play. Yes. God, we got to get the Kirby enthusiasm on the I, uh, I'm gonna work on, on the sound effects. On, on the sound effects. effects. Yeah, get it on the sound. I effects, don't want to spend any more time on that game. It was God, it was dude. Good, good performance by Buffalo. Oh. Gritty, gritty by. Uh, Josh Allen for playing through some pain. Yes, great call. Matt, Wanted to bring Matt that Barkley. up. I love Matt Barkley coming in and just getting peppered. Dude. Just the one play. Just got dead. Hey, you know what? Credit to Matt Bartley, Barkley for not fumbling on that. He I'm got saying, hit so fast, he so hard. Fast. He is lucky he did not fumble. Okay, a couple other thoughts about this game before we move on. Besides the fact that Anthony Lynn has proven he is not an NFL coach, he's not. If you can't make this this decision making in the moment, and it wasn't even the only mistake he made in the game, he made lots of mistakes in the game, but it was a completely unforgivable mistake. At, aside from that, um, the sloppiness in the fourth quarter was ridiculous. Herbert was sloppy on the road in the early time slot. Maybe he hasn't like really figured out how to get his body going, or you know, or something like that. Like the fumbles, the interceptions, the decision making was not great. That Bills defense was very poor overall. They should have scored more than points than they had, even considering the end of that game. Um, and uh, yes, you nailed it. Josh Allen is proven that he is a bona fide top ten NFL quarterback. He he played through a really really tough in it really really tough hit. That, that play before Barkley came in, I thought he was done for the game, maybe for an extended period of time. He came back in, and he got a rushing touchdown, I think, on that drive, right? Uh, or Chris, or shortly thereafter. Like uh, He is a tough, tough MFR. Um, and had, had tip to uh, the Bills, because the Bills are now in the driver's seat for the AFC East, and that yeah, would probably give them the four. Thinking, is that your four seed or your three seed? That's your three seed. Over the Titans? Titans beat the pants off of them head-to-head. 
Does that yeah, not count? It could, it could, it'll be close. I think it'll come down. I have to look at schedules. But Buffalo yeah, is seven Buff- and three. Buffalo Tennessee is seven and three. Because you know they, oh, wait, they no. still. They're both. If they would have lost, Miami was, and we'll get. We won't touch much on the Miami game either. But Miami was going to win today, and they, so they needed this. They needed to get a home win against a frisky, good offense with a young quarterback. Otherwise, they would have been sitting there in a tie with Miami. And granted, they beat them once, so they would have had the. Have they played twice yet? Maybe no. not. But they, they did beat him, and it was week, close. Week two, Buffalo got him, yeah. but Miami covered. Yeah, Miami did cover that game, but uh, they they would have the tiebreaker. But they'd have been sitting there with the same record late in the season. Very interesting, all things considered, how used we are. It's quickly, you know, how, how we can adjust where it's just like, oh, that's normal now. Like, it's not just yeah. the Patriots are three games uh, yeah. up at this point. Yeah, Julian brings up a fair point. I've changed my mind on Josh Allen. He has proven it this season. He is a bona fide NFL starting quarterback. He still bona fide. He still doesn't have the consistency I'd like. That's okay. He's he he's, he is he's growing and he's in a, a good scheme. He's in a good scheme. He's in coaches that know exactly how to utilize his strengths. Yeah. Uh, he did it today without John Brown, and in to this point in the season, we haven't seen him do it without John Brown. Cole Beasley was open all the time. He targeted him well. In that game, um, he made some nice passes. He got he got a nice pass to Gage. He had a nice pass to to Diggs. He had a nice nice touchdown pass. Nice touchdown run. Josh Allen had a really solid day, and um, yeah, he's he's a he's a bona fide starter in this league. He's made an amazing well, yeah, amazing step starter, forward this for season. Sure. Amazing like, step forward this season. He, I just still I still worry about like he's not a guy. Like I worry about this franchise because he's not a guy who can win you probably not win you multiple playoff games. Like he, he's, you're not you're not gonna win a Super Bowl. Clip this for when they do, I guess. But you're not gonna win a Super Bowl, Josh Allen. So you're gonna you're going to waste. I mean, it'll be fun, but it'll be like you you get to be the Colts, for it's like oh we're we're a decent team and we're gonna make the playoffs like a bunch of years. Before this season, year. he could have been Mitch Trubisky, and that no, went he, sideways. He was a way better runner. <laughs> like he he's way more athletic than Trubisky. Before this like, season, that was though, his before thing. this season. I think even in our preview, I'll have to go back and check, but I think we were basically like, yeah, the Buffalo Bills feel like this year's Chicago Bears. The defense takes a major step back, and you know, we yeah. find out Josh Allen really isn't the guy. But no, he has been the guy. He, He's he been great. for 157 I, I yards yeah. today, Drew. I, that's okay. That's okay. It was a tough. It was a tough performance. It was great. He got a lot of third down conversions when they needed him. He had a couple of sloppy plays too, but I, I yeah. still think. No, I still just, think what he just, got. What it's going to be one of those things impressive. where, when you. Yeah, Josh Allen is Alex Smith. That's that's, that's probably fine. you know not the, not the same skill set, but it's one of those things where it's almost like when a team goes eight and eight every year, they never get the good draft pick, and they never they never make the playoffs. That's where it's like a step above that. Where oh, you you make the playoffs like eight consecutive years and win three games in those years. You know that that's what you end up when you don't have a high echelon quarterback. Although you never know, you could reload this defense and make it good, good again. The defense has looked rough this year. If they can get that straightened out again next year and add, you know, maybe one more piece on the offensive if they line, keep, if they keep the staff together, the I think they're going to be good. Yeah, and that's the thing. They're going to get sniped. Steelers the last, yeah, they're the, the Steelers the last decade. Yeah, when you're when you have a good quarterback, but he's not Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. Yeah, you win a couple Super Bowls thanks to your defense. Ben Roethlisberger, two Super Bowl rings, zero MVPs. When's the last time the Steelers won a Super Bowl? It was 2008 over the uh, – I guess actually that was February of 2009, but it was a 2008 season over the the Cardinals. They lost the Super Bowl to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers a couple years later. Yeah, Kirk uh, – what's his name? Kirk Kirk Cousins. No, 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 no. Kurt (laughs) Kurt Warner was – that's how long ago this was. Yeah, no. Okay. All right, well – Let's talk touch on the Miami game real quick. So Fitz gets to start over Tua. Tua's injury apparently is multi-week. I don't 100% get what's going on with this. Um, I'll I'll just say this. I had I bet Miami today. I laid the points. There is no better feeling in betting NFL than betting against the Jets and rooting for them to fuck up <laughs> because they do it. Every single time it was like, oh boy, here they go. They're, They're driving. <laughs> They're driving. Oh my gosh. Come on, Miami, get off the field. Come on. It was, uh, you know, the end of the game decision making time management from Gase was hysterically bad. Um, the Jets missed a 29 yard field goal going into halftime. <laughs> and uh, yeah, interceptions, fumbles. Uh, Darnold couldn't. 
you know, couldn't, uh, you know, put up more than three points. In, and Miami played bad today, and they won going away. So go go figure. This was uh, outside the Frank of, Gore fourth this down. This is the oh funniest God. play. Like, that, that guy was, is so old. That was incredible. Although, credit to Frank, Frank Gore ran the ball pretty well against the Miami defense. Miami can be run on, man. If you go, if you have a good rushing team, rushing attack going up against this Miami squad, holy crap! Do we have a? We don't have a Cleveland Miami game this season, do we? I don't that would be so. that would be a great spot to back a Cleveland team because uh, do we? We, we do not shoot. Who does Miami have left on their schedule? Um, there's probably some good running teams, but yeah, Miami gave up loads of yards on the ground to Francis Gore. Um, Who's Francis, 90? Francis 90? 90 years old? He's getting up there. Was, yeah, I lost I track. I worry about him with the with the whole corona pandemic. Like he's Yeah, he might have played on the first old. ever Thanksgiving football game uh, for the NFL. He's that old. Um, the But yeah, overall, Miami did not play well today. But they're well-coached. They're a well-coached team. They got it done, no. and the Jets are not. And the Jets, That's the kind mm, of game plan you mm. can get away with when you play the Jets. Mm. I was sweating like that when, Miami game. It's like when the Packers won, in, you know, when the Packers won against the Jaguars at home. It's like that was one of the worst games the Packers played, but you can get away with it when you play the Jaguars or the Jets. So yeah. if Miami wants to be a playoff uh, contender, someone who gets in on the wild card or, God forsake, even sneaks in, steals his division, they have to play better than that. A tough, tough game, though, road game. Up, uh, up north. Gore won a national championship with Miami. That's how long ago he's been in the NFL. Yeah, it was like since Miami was good. Yeah, um, Miami Hurricanes. We're talking about uh, the look it up if you're a kid, if you're a youth and you don't know that Miami Hurricanes used to have a good college football team, you should Google them. They they were amazing. Um, Even funnier, Nebraska used to be very good. Yeah, that's weird. true. Um, all right, hey, check so check this out. New Orleans played Denver. Denver had their quarterback room come down with. COVID positives or contact tracing can't play yep. this game. They broke protocol, whatever they're out. We find out on Saturday, um, the line was up in some places. Some paperheads didn't get it down quickly. Some Canadian some, stations. Yeah, <laughs> there were some ways to take advantage of this, but not a ton. They reopened it and the Broncos were 14 point dogs. Uh, Gore's son scored it. Is yeah, that true? Plays, yeah, yes. That's really true. Yes. Is that true? For Southern Miss. Yes. Oh my God. His kid yeah, his is kid, scoring. His kid's in, in college. In it's going to be like a, it's going to be like a Ken Griffey Jr. Senior. Thing. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. I really hope he ends up on the Jets with Frank next year. Um, yeah. No. So that that there was ways to exploit this. We find out. You know, the first rumor was what Royce Freeman or something was going to take direct snaps, and then it was, it was the yeah. this kid, the practice squad they were bringing up, who's a wide receiver. Then the coach, they tried to get the coach, but the, the NFL wouldn't let the coach assistant. go. Quality assistant. It was a hot mess. NFL forces the Broncos out there. The Broncos said, we will not concede this game. We will play this game. We will embarrass ourselves on national television and embarrass themselves. They did. They scored. I guess they scored three points. That's more than Vanderbilt yesterday, right? Um, yeah, their kicker scored. Yeah, the, uh, the Denver Broncos were awful in every phase. Uh, Taysom Hill now undefeated as an NFL starter quarterback. How you feel about that? It's hilarious. It's funny. Like that. That was the <clears> thing. <throat> People were. And Lata- I, this, it was like a no, Latavius Murray game. Go figure. By no means was I ever <laughs> saying, "Hey, you should take these points with Denver." But it was funny how quickly it turned because it was like seven days ago where we were like, "Man, are we really going to back Taysom Hill as a starter playing the whole game?" On the like, road, I mean, on the at road, altitude like, with well, six not, points. Well, yeah, even, no, no, even the game before that. Oh like, yeah, sure, the, sure, the sure, game sure, where sure, he started, sure, sure. you know. So into that game, and then going into the Denver game after that game, we're like, all right, he looked good, but another road game at altitude against an okay defense. And then as soon as as soon as this stuff happened, people forgot all about that, and you would have thought we were betting on you know the greatest show on turf, like oh they're just going to score a hundred points and Denver will score zero and. Really, to get this cover, they only need to get to about twenty. Can yeah? Can you riddle me something? Why did Denver attempt nine passes? I don't. They should have just gone all wildcat. Why bother? Honestly, um, the quarterback was one for nine. He had two interceptions. Jared brings up a good point: more interceptions than completions. 
or or some is that a first like, is that the first of, time we have a more interceptions than completions for an nfl quarterback who played the full game probably not if you go back to like the 40s all right i guess can we take anything away from this um no, the saints defense the saints defense doesn't get a ton of credit but they we? are unequivocally playing at a top level over the course of the last five weeks they are now the number one defense in the nfl and i know you cannot take defense over any time sample and use it as a predictive element over the next time sample it's just not how the defense works but um it is amazing to see how well they're playing they draw uh, a rematch with atlanta this week that's going to be a fun handicap i'm probably staying away from that one but boy is that intriguing um on the road again uh okay let's uh let's touch on the rams spite how about the rams only getting to 20 points Oh, weird. Who could have called that? <laughs> but also, I will you I will say I see it. They only got 20 points. Bummer. Even with even with Nick Mullins' good day, I still have the Rams uh better defense than New Orleans. Oh, yeah. oh wow, really? Oh, okay. Not it's not yeah. much. It's like 1A, 1B right now. The the New Orleans pass rush and basically defense as a whole is coming together nicely. I'm pissed it wasn't earlier in the season when I really just letting my priors run wild and thinking they would be good but here we are they are getting better um and yeah we are having lines pop we have one more game yeah, this we, is why the said... chat is the greatest we ask a question has it ever happened before charges in 98 brian knew off the top of his head sorry go ahead Oh no, no somebody put that in the chat earlier charges yeah. 98 it was ryan brian leaf, leaf yeah. one of 15 yeah up oh, joe yeah jade jade 93 had it too um all right uh Rams, I don't take away anything of this Rams-Niners game. It's this, it's the rock, paper, scissors like we talked about on the podcast. Shani beats McVay. McVay beats Carroll. Carroll beats Shani. And, yeah. and, and on in perpetuity. Um, the, uh, the obvious – it was a pretty clear, obvious low spot for the Rams. The Rams continue to score poorly at home, which is weird. Um, but the team total, the, secrets, the secret podcast play comes through. It came through even though the Rams got a goddamn defensive score. It still got home. It still got home. So that that was a fun, fun read. Uh, enjoyed that tr- tremendously because I didn't have any other action in the afternoon well, games. It was looking really, really good for uh, you know a hot tick. It was three nothing. I there. know it was three, great. Three points at half. It was and then great, it's like, man. Oh shit! Yeah. Gonna, they scored yes. quick. Julian's got it. Fun. It's it's Salah's Salah's scheme against McVeigh is perfect. It is perfect. Yeah. He gives Goff. Fitz, it is amazing to see. Um, okay, that's why, uh, that's why Fitz Fitz only really scored thirteen on offense. You know, it's, biggest game of the day. Biggest game of the day. Um, if you took an early number on the Chiefs at minus three and a half, uh, you probably broke your phone <laughs> because they were whitewashing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for three quarters. The better team. Clearly, the better team. That by was a not a three-point game yeah, by any metric other than the final score. Uh, and yet here you are. If you have Tampa Bay plus three and a half, you're a winner. If you had Kansas City minus three and a half, you lose. Um, how did how did Kansas City only end up with 27 here, man? What the hell happened? How did this game stay under? What in the hell was this? Well, Ben Bennett. Oh, like he that was his chase game. He went four units on the over, so it was always destined to oh, land like dude. just short. Are you serious? But, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, he had a bad afternoon, so he chased down there. But, I mean, how does it stay under? Andy Reid uh, inexplicably kicks like a 19-yard field goal, and then we end up with three straight punts after that. Um, Tyreek Hill tries to put the over back yes. together all by himself with a couple touchdowns. Um, those were, again, uh, bracketed by two more Tampa punts. And then it got a little hairy again where they got down there. What was it? I'm looking at the drive chart now. I got it up now. So they go 12 plays, 65 yards, and it ends in a fumble. Amazing. You know, they, the, Mahomes, the Mahomes sack fumble where Golston gets it. So you end up with a, a long drive there by Kansas City that ends up with no – like how far did they get down there? They are at the Tampa 8. It was they were at the 8, goal. right? 8? Yep, they were at the 8. So you end up with yeah. first and goal, and then Tampa goes for a long drive, touchdown – and then another one where it ends up with Kansas City taking four four and a half minutes off the clock, only kicking a field goal. Yep. So you had another field goal to lead off the second half after a four minute drive, and then just uh, inter- there was two, three, two interceptions on some longer drives. It's, that was oh yeah, super long drive. Were there no, picks none of them in this were, game. None of them who, were long who drives. Pick, I guess who, who threw was, picks in this game? 
Uh, Tom Brady threw a couple. Oh, Tom Brady. Oh, did he get to a? Did he throw two? Was there were there two picks from Brady? This and this is my. Favorite I needed drive. two. Did, I did, needed two. Oh, that's great news. My favorite that's my favorite drive news. in this game. I wonder if Bet like Online will I wonder if Bet Online will grade those Maybe. or if they'll wait for all of the legal challenges to get through the courts and really, you know, think I bet hard. They won't grade those until after the season, man. Yeah, and, they'll and let they'll you, let all the legal avoid challenges. It if you don't get all 17 weeks. They're going to pull a I don't I've, mean to slander I've, Circa, I, I but they're going to pull could, a Circa a Circa Steelers. Shit happening. I'm worried about a few of my bets because if we don't get all 17 weeks, I think the way some of mine are worded, I won't get paid on them that are clearly winners already. So anyway, mm-hmm. I'll uh, stop to, celebrating to, then. To close on this one, my favorite drive was a nine play, 25 yard drive that took six minutes and 23 seconds off the clock. Which wow. Is ama- that ended, and ended up in a punt. That's where they did end up getting quite a few uh, holding That's like calls. hard to do. Yeah, there was a there was a overturned interception on a penalty. There was holding, 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 and then the roughing the passer call on JPP. But either way, it did stay under. Tampa, surprising. Tampa in the under somehow comes through, hmm. which I guess semi-correlated, but not the way I saw it going down. On to week thirteen. Unless you have anything else. I do not. Um, We've eaten up a lot of time going to recap. We went long recap today. There was a lot of games. There was a lot that happened. We don't have buys as much anymore, you know? I know. There's no more buys. Um, Who's got got the best numbers up, by the way? I'm seeing very little at BOL. Yeah, we're going over to the Chris section. Hey, you know what? I'm just going to – I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm going to – I know that this is a fun podcast. We're having fun. This is entertainment. I'm going to throw a little cold water on getting too loose on this openers podcast this week because there are COVID outbreaks ripping through like every freaking team. It is crazy, crazy, crazy right now. Like we have to find legitimate good angles like this number won't be around. Can I throw cold water in your cold water? Yeah, go ahead. Cold water on your cold water. Uh, Good friend and podcast, two podcast guests of the past. I believe it's Clev. I call it Clev. Cleve TA. I call him Clev. You, <laughs> you make know. fun of me. We, for we it. both call him Clev now because he drives me nuts with that. But he said something about like, should I be betting earlier in the week with all the Corona stuff? And uh, pragmatic Canadian Rob Pizzola chimes in. He said, you know, if if it's gonna go against you this week, eventually it's gonna go for you. Like it, it always has. You know, it's it's a zero sum thing. Like if it's bad for one team, it's good for the other team. If it's bad for an under, it's good for an over, and vice versa. Like there, there's usually a case where you're going to get the best of it. Where if there's some COVID news, it's going to help you as much as it hurts you in the long run. It's like retirements in tennis or turnover luck, fumble luck in the NFL. So I, I do agree. Like let's not get wild because there's a lot of uncertainty. But at the same time, you might be the beneficiary of some of that uncertainty down the road too it's the same as it's the same as someone blowing a knee out in the midweek practice like it's going to hurt someone it's going to help someone so yeah it can be it's, it's two sides say, of that coin you could have bet six on the opener for the broncos and seen it move to five and a half and then gotten absolutely smoked on that by the COVID stuff and i know yes. it's random but um there's well, i mean you could have you could have bet the saints minus six though yes Yes. You see you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's always going to hurt someone and help someone. So I don't I don't think it's actually like uh, we are going to preach responsible gambling and maybe maybe some risk aversion because of all the the corona stuff and you might just be tying up money for a game that doesn't get played the way things are actually trending. There's mild rumors flying around that the NFL might even be putting putting the brakes on the season for like a week or two just Was to that let right? everyone yeah. Well, because everybody went and saw their fucking families for Thanksgiving and the cases are up. And they might just have to stick everybody in rooms for two weeks and let this pass and start the season over again. I hope that doesn't happen, but there's rumors tickling around. But I, I, I will agree with you, but at the same time, you know, just uh, if, it, if stuff goes against you, remember, somebody's bad beat is somebody's amazing win. Great point. That's fair. Um, well, we can't start with Thursday's game because that's canceled. Um, yep. Baltimore Dallas will not be played on Thursday night football. It would have been sure that gets... funny if they made them play Tuesday Thursday. 
That would have been something. I mean, I'm sure. Let's, let's just NFL, do, I'm we, sure the NFL is mad at the. I know this Ravens. is super, the Ravens super have tough. Really, really put them in a terrible spot. We do a long form podcast on Wednesday, and we're long form guys, and we're we're winded, winded in the longs. So of this course. is going to be tough. This is going to be very tough for you, and you're going to try hard, and this is going to be tough for me as well. And I'm even making this introduction long winded. <laughs> we, we should do. Let's let me just let me spit through these, and let's just do some real quick reactions to all the lines. And I'm just going to use the Chris lines. Miami coming off their win will be hosting the Bengals, assuming it's uh, Allen again. Twelve point favorite in Miami, forty two and a half. Twelve. Uh, my initial lean is uh, Miami and over, but not strong enough to play. 12, I was hoping it was going to be lower. I was hoping like nine and a half, but yeah. that, that's a play. Okay. So, no, right. no play there Keep for going. either. Um, the Colts coming off a tough loss. Now travel to Houston. We talked about this. Houston is a two and a half point dog. Oh, my the God. Total is 54 and a half. This is a Houston money line play, right? Mm, I can't do it. It's come way too far in this. So the legal look ahead here was three and a half. I know that's why I'm not playing the two and a half. Like I would play Colts or Houston money line to plus number. I wanted to fade India as again. much as as much I as really I did the Colts splitting, I but really I think the Colts did. split by winning at home. I think we got to take it because I don't think DeForest Buckner is going to be back. And you want to I take think this two and a half? if you can't get pressure on Deshaun Watson, you are effed. Yeah, and I don't think the Colts are going to be able to generate pressure. Also, by the way, um, Colts uh, lost. Uh, uh, they didn't. He was inactive for the game. Uh, center Ryan Kelly. I think that kind of hurts their offensive line continuity. I did not love the way that that offensive line played today. Um, they looked good early, but boy, did they they wore down. They gave up pressures. It was not not a solid performance by that unit. Um, Houston, these are decent teaser candidates. Costanzo, yep, Costanzo. I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to pay juice on this, even if I just JJ get money. I think Houston wins. I think points. you're right. I think yeah, I'm Houston just going to wait. Um, Vikings. Off their amazing comeback, which, by the way, was caused by their enormous fuck-ups in the third quarter. <laughs> it was like, oh, it, no, you know what the Minnesota Vikings game was? It was Ron Rivera's second coach of the year award, where he coached such a shitty team the year before that when he had a good season the year after that, he won coach of the year. Where it was like, oh, he's amazing again. Like, no, he, he was the reason they were so bad last yes. year. Yeah. So anyway, Vikings. Uh, speaking of the uh, bad team, the Jaguars, Minnesota at Monster home. Monster number minus nine. Totals fifty and a half. It's not big enough. Uh, fifty and a half, huh? Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, kind of like that over. I do too. I'm kind of like, huh? I'm kind of keen on Minnesota overs. Jacksonville. Um, is this though? Do we get the Jacksonville week can't? Where we Jacksonville can't receive? stop the J- Jacksonville can't stop the run to save their lives. Um, yeah, I'm scared to I'm scared to take a big number with Minnesota based on my number on that game. By the way, my number on that game is 54. So I think I'm on over. Yeah, I want to. Uh, my only trepidation would be the, you know, second week of having film on a guy. The defense plays a little better versus, you know, the long necked fucker. But uh, yeah, I'm I kind of told myself anything under 52, I'd play this. So. That's a play. Yeah. All right, I'm in. Another 50. 50 and a half it is. You can okay. put it in the ba- if you want to put that in the banner, I'll keep reading. Right. Washington heading to the Steelers is off the board, obviously. Yep. And the Raiders will be going to the Meadowlands to face the Jets. They are a seven and a half point favorite. A lot of juice to the Jets. And 46 and a half for a total there. That feels a little low. Hmm. If there ever wasn't, well, I mean, if there ever was a defense where the Jets could score on, it might be the Raiders. Kind of a hmm. Jets YOLO game. Jets and the points doesn't feel good ever. Probably skipping that one. Thoughts? Yeah, I don't think you can play that over. No, I don't think it's. I, I, it, I mean, it, it, it could be just no points from the Jets again. This is a good get-right spot. I mean, okay, so the Jets defense holding um, the uh, the Dolphins to twenty was a win. That that was like shock, oh, kind of shocking. Are just kind of shocking. Team right now. Um, Dolphins are just a dead nut under team right now. Um, are the Jets I live? Think... Jets money line. If you bet the Jets, just take them straight up. 
the Jets are not live. The Raiders are going to get right in this <laughs> no, spot. Fine. They're never live. They are done. The 0-16 season is probably happening. Moving on. Saints yeah, I don't have a good head plan to the butthole in Atlanta and play. And it is a juicy-ass three. Minus 128 at Chris. 47.5 for a total. Um, like we said, the Saints defense is playing quite well. It's still going to be Taysom. Uh, wow. I assume Taysom for another week, probably two. So what does this mean relative to the last game where it closed New Orleans minus three at home? Minus minus three and a half. Are we, I mean, we're saying there's no home field. So even if they're building at a point, it's like the same, right? I don't think I have the stomach to go back to the well with the Falcons. I feel like I got out of that with the win today. And I'm not not against this defense. Just Just need to walk away from the table. Um, God damn, that's a good game to handicap, though. If this, yeah, if this total ticks up, I could be talked into. I could be talking to like Falcons team total under. I think this is like a comeback to earth spot, and they're not gonna get. I mean, the Raiders were just handed. Like the, the Falcons probably should have won that game, like, you know, twenty four to ten. They were just handing them things on platters. Like the the Falcons aren't gonna put up forty points. Might be an under game, honestly. I don't really think that number's low enough for me to get in bed with it. So, passing on that one for now and heading to Nashville, Nash Vegas, where the Browns are four point dogs to your Tennessee Titans. Total is the highest on the board at not quite the Colts is higher, I guess. 53.5. The Browns. All right. Do you remember what Brinson posted today in the chat? No. Did you see that? I, I no, there was so much chatting going on. I missed it. There was a lot. It was the the um, the cycle, the, the Baker Mayfield cycle. Where he, and he has like plays a shitty game, plays a shitty team, and plays really well, gets really cocky about it, and then he, then he turns back to being bad again. I should see if I can find that. I like I love I like that a lot. That that's is how he is like Baker. Yeah, Mayfield that's is that that was quarter. that was the uh, that's the it's play a, on what Brian Fitzpatrick. Oh, here it is. That's the play no, on no, what Brian it, it is. It's the fit, exactly. You took the words out of my mouth. Do you have your Twitter open? I'm DMing you. This yeah, picture yeah. Right now. All right. I'm looking forward okay. to it. The Baker Mayfield um, cycle starts with play like shit, criticized by media, underdog mentality, beat an inferior opponent, then call out the doubters. And then it will <laughs> play like shit again. So I will wait to play this game. If Baker Mayfield call says, out the doubters. Well, yeah. If Baker Mayfield says something to Tony Grossi in in the in the in the interviews today, like I'm going to be getting onto team sites for the Browns to see what Baker says after this. If he talks shit, it's a Titans bet. Okay, I love that. Um, I don't and love he was Lance missing Lincoln. wide open I don't, people. I don't. Against I don't a love horrible team. Titans. Titans What's are that? not a good Titans are not a good favorite. They're no, not it's, it's good tough. as a favorite. I think no, I think it would be more of a Browns team total under or just I don't know. I'd have to I'm gonna dig deeper into that, but I know we need to look specifically does. at how Tennessee does against the run. And that total the absence would be a of Jayon Brown. And a half. Like the, the Browns offense has looked kind of bad outside of playing horrible teams. Go look they what have. the Browns did against the Steelers. Tennessee, I know they lost a linebacker and Dory Jackson is apparently never coming back. Yeah, but that sucks. The defense um, is better than Jacksonville. What about uh what about um Miles Garrett? Are we gonna see him? He matters a lot in this contest because I the because t- the Titans offensive line is, so is hurt. Titans offensive line is down a bunch of men and they're on their they they're they're scheming ways to keep Tannehill upright. Uh up against a bad pass rush, they're solid. They're gonna score a trillion points. Um, but if Garrett is back, then I'm cool on Tennessee this week. Yeah, if he's back, I think Denzel, Denzel Ward, Ward probably out. Probably still out. They're saying a few weeks. You're thinking Garrett's think- back though? I would think so. He's been on the COVID list for two weeks, unless he's like real sick. So something to monitor. Nothing on there. And yeah, they the t- you know they will get run on. Like it's not a great defense. It's better than Jacksonville. Uh, a couple more games on the board. A lot of locked symbols right now. Seahawks obviously locked because they play tomorrow. Packers are playing tonight, like right now, so they're locked. But Rams open as a one point five point favorite 
over the Cardinals in Glendale or wherever the fuck they play, 48 and a half. I'm ready to play oh the Rams. I am absolutely ready to play the Rams at like anything under three in this. Looking at my numbers, what is this? I don't know oh. why this line is no, so that's, short. That's, it should be three, right? It should be three. Hmm, yeah, that's a bet. All right, let's do Rams. Even minus one and a half. What's the juice on Yeah, that? especially if, if Kyler's shoulder's minus not allowing him to run. Can we sell it to two and a half anywhere? Let's see if it's oh, it's letting us. It's letting me expand. Two and a half is two and a half is uh two and a half is, is t- minus, minus one ten. Yeah, yeah I think that's the right. That's the way. I like. I almost forgot to hit the expand button. All right. All right. It is a bet minus two and a half at minus ten on the Rams on the road taking down the mighty Cardinals. Yeah, I think that gets to three. I would think so. It's a juicy one point five. I mean, essentially it's two two and a half. And then that total's probably about right for me. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I tell you, Chargers. I think. I mean, the idea that you have an ale and you know, you can you can um, do a really nice job scheming against this offense if Kyler's limited, and the Rams' defense is amazing. They have some amazing personnel. I like this play, Rams. That was a great call. Hopefully Aaron Donald uh, does not get COVID this week. <laughs> Although, co- I'll be, to be honest, COVID doesn't want any any part of Aaron Donald. <laughs> but before we get to the last game, I just got a DM from friend of ours, uh, the real Frank Brank. Uh-huh. He bet an under that got there in regulation, but it went to overtime and he's going to lose it, which happens. You, yeah. you will lose unders when they go to overtime. The only thing about this particular overtime is that the home team was favored by 31 and a half points. Like what? those aren't, those aren't Michigan. They're going to win. It looks oh like they'll God. win in overtime, but that's not something you should be including in your handicap when you're betting an under on a 30 point favorite. Holy that's shit. that's a that's a bad beat. So if you had the Cleveland or Michigan Oakland under RIP, and if you had the over, God bless you. And if you had Oakland, Jesus, never in doubt. In fact, they were up at half. Wow. Um, closing with before we uh, games probably kicked off by now. Chargers Patriots. Chargers are a one point favorite at home, hosting the Patriots coming off their win, traveling to the West Coast with a total of forty nine. This is the I Patriots. Have... I guess. Do we know what the Patriots are going to do yet on travel? No, it was a it was a bad win. Like you don't want to oh, win yeah. that game. <laughs> no, that was that was not good for anyone. <laughs> that wasn't good for anyone. Um, uh, I am an initial lean Kickoff. toward over forty nine. Um, Herbert and these weapons against the Patriots. I might need a week off from the Anthony Lynn experience. Really, the bet, the bet is, <laughs> I mean, the bet is LA, and I don't think yeah. I can do it. I need a week off from the Anthony Lynn experience. I might, I might have LA on my card. I need, you know, our better served losing. <laughs> We're getting into tank off territory here pretty, pretty shortly. Um, Brett says he needs a yeah. month. Month for me, yeah. Yeah, that's fair, man. Um, All right, I'm hey, stream. Before we call it, I want to shout out uh, another. Do you remind me with the DMs? Um, got an absolutely solid DM from uh, our friend Noah Rudell. I uh, don't know if he's watching, but uh, he he always he looks out for these uh, these DraftKing props where they open like top passer for the day, pat top yeah. front rusher for the day, tap receiver for the day. And he hit me up with, "Hey, Tyreek Hill is thirty-one to one for top receiver," and I about fell out of my chair because the way you hurt the Tampa Bay defense is you hit him over the top because they're so aggressive underneath. And he had two hundred yards by halftime. The first it quarter, was, uh, it was a rocking chair, thirty-one to one. I could not, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. And if if I can believe. Um, when I click on people's profiles sometimes, I might be followed by the actual West Virginia Mountaineer bat mascot as well. 
or a former <laughs> one. I got to go find that guy now. Sometimes, I, if you follow me on Twitter, sometimes I click on your profiles to read it because I love that. Was no, was Noah? No, he was. No, no, not Noah. A different guy. Oh, oh, okay. So that oh. maybe these guys need to get together and talk. Okay. I well, don't think that's a picture. No. Wherever you are, I know what you're talking you, about. Wherever you are, thank you, Noah. I appreciate you uh, chiming in when you see those prices that are just absolutely insane like that. That was unbelievable. Um, we should could have got more down, but it is what it is. Um, so only two plays. We're just tickling a little bit. We are feeling frisky about the Houston Texans. Um, there will be a time and place to bet that. Are they going to? Make us watch Chiefs Broncos on Sunday Night Football. Is that really not getting flexed out? That I hopefully that gets flexed. I don't know. Is it too I late. To we, flex? I think we'd hear about Which, it by now. We should ask Will. Will Brinson we'll knows Will. all the ins and outs of the changings in the in the schedule and how it's how it's done. I think it might be too late. I really do not want to watch Denver Kansas City on Sunday night next week. Really, I mean, even more than I don't want to watch Green Bay Chicago now. You got your teaser again? Yep, Packers minus one to go with, or Packers minus two, excuse me, to go with my winning bat, half bat on the Cleveland Browns. So, quarterbacks will be back in Denver. Yeah, does it? They're still bad. Drew Drew Locke is not that much better than a. Did you see the first Kansas City Denver game? It was non-competitive. Tim's got it figured (laughs) out. Eddie's it's an Eddie kind of night. And this we is probably true. Sports. I think you do need 10 days notice because you have to let yeah, the teams I think so know. Too. So. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. And if, and if, if, if we've learned podcast, anything this week, it's that the NFL really cares about the Denver Broncos feelings. And, yeah, no you shit. know, really, they really care about them and what's best for them. So I'm sure they'll give them they all screwed the up. notice in the world. Amazing. I mean, wear your masks. If you're, if you're having a meeting where you're supposed to wear masks, we knew it was going to happen. Literally, all point. your quarterbacks. This it. is this is like how the president and the vice president aren't supposed to be on like the same plane. <laughs> you know, like don't put all your eggs in the basket. Yes, it's like put Brett Rippin in a sealed room. Christ. Or just or like if if you if you're allowed to have a quarterback get corona, but all the other quarterbacks were wearing masks so they can still play and practice. Jared, make them, they make want Mahomes in prime time. They should have flexed him in this week. Flex him out next week. Oh man, God! Like it just—it's—it's. It's, I don't even care that the Broncos were punished because it's their screw up. Those are the rules. Like if you—if you know, like if one of our quarterbacks gets Corona and they all aren't wearing masks, we have to start a wide receiver from Wake Forest. Like they <laughs> should be punished. Incredible, man. And all you right, know what? Well, a guy from Wake Forest made a big play in that game. There was a big pick. I wasn't paying attention. Who? I, it was a bad game. Who, who was it? I don't know. They just oh. said he was from Wake Forest. He played ball with the the wide receiver. He was a def- he was a defender. Oh, okay. For for Denver, like it was a it was another player. Um, without Akeem Hicks, the Bears defense looks gashable. I gotta tell you, gashable. <laughs> they looked gashable. Yeah, the Packers are gashable. moving right down the field. Poor Reed That's Rooney. Me thinks uh mitch is gonna be the savior and bring this team back but prodigy that's not a bad play but we're gonna get some money line probably on those guys sorry man yeah if, if you take if you take some texans plus three don't hate it but I'm gonna the only thing up. indianapolis has going for them is frank reich is a much better coach than romeo Cornell. much better but that's about it deshaun watson is not somebody you want to go up against right now no. not in his current form he might be the best quarterback in the league all things considered he has Far fewer weapons than Patrick CBS Mahomes. Today's game. Thank you, Skillage. That makes sense. Yeah. It's a big game for them. Gotta, it's like overtime. We're watching the first drive of a game here. All right. We'll, let the, we'll, we'll wrap this up. I'm going to get it posted, and um, we'll talk to you at halftime. Sound good? Yep. See you guys.